Hello. Hi. Welcome to my show. I have absolutely no voice. Today has been a day. Like, last night, I didn't go to bed because it was just one heck of a night, which, whatever, it was chaos over here at our house. And then I woke up, worked out, showered, and then I'm so excited. Like, I made a protein smoothie. I'm sitting in my bed, like, watching Bachelor in Paradise, and my smoothie spills all over my comforter. And I'm like, of course. I still haven't washed it because I just got back from class, and now we have a podcast to record, so... Priorities. Yeah. Last night definitely was a night. I didn't go to bed until like three either. And I yeah. just completely stayed home, like for no reason. I wasn't even like out doing snazzy things. I just stayed up super late and slept in super late. So honestly, it's such a vibe. Something that I did last week was I talked to Maddie, who lives in our house, didn't really know anything about her. And I feel like that's the same with you and I. We live together. And I made the joke to one of my friends as I was getting water before this, but I'm exploiting my friend's personal (laughs) life in the house for my podcast. But I think that people really respond to, like, openness and just, like, hearing stories that they can relate to or find entertaining or maybe they will go through, like, that they haven't yet already. And so that's what this is kind of about. So to give a backstory of why we are telling this story, so everybody has very personal romantic stories to share and I was getting ready in the bathroom yesterday before our event before my club meeting so I was getting ready by myself and Bella was next to me and she gave me a quick little synopsis of her love life romantic (laughs) story with her boyfriend and it is one heck of a story and I was like oh my goodness we have to share this on the podcast it gives major caller daddy energy, and I am such a fan, <laughs> so I love it. But we will put a unique spin on it to share, like, how that relates to college and your life now. But so, first, before we even start, nobody knows you, so why don't you introduce yourself to where you're from, your major, your year. Okay, hey guys, I'm Bella. I'm from Pasadena, so just, like, here from SoCal. I'm a sophomore and an econ major. Nothing super snazzy. Are you in a minor in anything? I don't really know. I'm super lost and just kind of going through it. Econ was like my default major if I couldn't figure out like what I was passionate about. Are you serious? So we're on the default track currently, (laughs) but we're rolling with it, figuring it out. So how's econ? Pretty interesting. I mean, like nothing super exciting, but like I don't hate it, which is fine with me. Sure. It's the bare minimum that counts. No, yeah, the bare minimum, absolutely. Okay, vibes. So let's unpack. Let's start with before we learn all about your college experience, let's dive into what everybody cares most about, which is the juicy <laughs> my my Spanish teacher in high school would call it the juicy details. She'd make us like share all this the stories about our weekend. So hey, you and I are in the bathroom. Also, for purposes of disclosing people's personal identities, we are going to change names. Yes, I already came up with fake names. Oh my goodness, okay. (laughs) Just like super basic ones. I was like, what are names? Like, I don't know anybody closely that has these names. So I just picked two random ones. So we're going with Aaron and Ava. Oh, and before, oh my god, my sister's name is Ava. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ava. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Shout out, Ava. Um, Quick question. Are you the oldest in your family? No. I have an older brother who's four years older than me. Yeah. Okay. And so in terms of like delving into your relationship past, did you have anybody to like look to or model after or you were kind of just figuring it out? 
No, I've been like super kind of not closed off with my family, but like my boyfriend, oh no, my brother didn't find out I had a boyfriend or Aaron for the story until just this year. And we have like Why a full three year history. Well, like coming from like first generation parents, like my parents are both Cuban. And so I was definitely like the little princess of the family. And my brother and my dad are both super scary, like 6'5", 250 pound Cuban men. And Aaron is, like, a sweetheart, like, white boy kind of vibe guy. And I was just, like, I really only want to introduce them if it gets super serious because it's going to be a whole scandal in my family, like, that Bella finally has a boyfriend. Like, my, bro- my dad torments me all the time. Yeah, but about, you waited like, three years. My dad still doesn't know. That's the tea. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> no one send him this link, please. <laughs> Wait, but there's so many questions. What would he do if he found out? I don't know. I just, I'm really scared for Aaron because, like, (laughs) it's so funny using the fake name (laughs) because, I don't know, I feel like he's just going to be so hard on him and, like, so scary about, like, what is your career paths? Like, what are you going to do in life? How are you going to support Bella? Because my dad's, like, super old-fashioned and, like, treats me like a baby still And, like, doesn't really, like, understand, like, how, like, confident and, like, strong I am, which, like, that's definitely, like, I have a really strong characteristic, but, like, he still considers me, like, a little princess, and so he definitely would do the whole scary dad thing, and I feel like he would just be too involved, and I don't really like people in my business, as I divulge my business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so why don't we start, Mm -hmm. you tell us your story, give us the breakdown, you have your notes, so she's prepared, I'll sit back relax and enjoy the show yeah definitely get some popcorn out it's a doozy of a story so starting off like giving context for our relationship Aaron and I dated for like a year and a half like perfect we never fought never had any really problems until kind of like end of 2020 to give a timeline and at this point we're like seniors in high school we started dating when we were sophomores And I just kind of felt like we, like, fell out of love a little bit, and, like, things were just not going too well, and I felt like I wasn't getting treated the way that I deserved to be treated. Like, nothing crazy, but I was just, I wanted a little bit more in the way that I was being treated. So, I broke up with him. (laughs) Wait, question, though. How did you guys start dating, and and how did you keep it a secret from your parents and your family? Yeah, so my parents are divorced, so I live with my mom fully. So, like, that was super easy, and my mom's super chill. And my mom is, like, the only one that knows that we were dating the entire time. Like, I just was very open with her with that. And your brother just never saw Aaron come over to the house? No, I wouldn't bring him over. I would always go to his house. And he lives, like, five minutes away, so it was super easy. And his parents are super chill, so we would always hang out there instead I basically live there I know he never came over that's so bad wasn't he then like questioning your relationship or you know it was fully me I was completely like multiple times I brought up to him like hey I feel like you're being shorter with me less patient less loving and I don't know I'm like super affectionate and stuff like that so it's very important to me and when I feel like I'm being treated in a colder sense that's not okay with me so I brought it up to him multiple times I was like you need to kind of go back to how like we were going like I don't know what's wrong but I'm not going to accept this treatment and I brought that up to him maybe like four or five times and I never wanted to give him the ultimatum like treat me better or we're done because for me I was like 
I don't need to give you an ultimatum. Like, me saying that this is a problem should be enough for you. Like, I don't need to threaten you to treat me better. And so I never did that. I never gave him the ultimatum. And, like, after the fifth time of asking him to treat me better, I just broke up with him. Because, like, I was like, I don't need to threaten you. And I'm just curious, what are your love languages? Um, Definitely, like, how I receive it is physical touch. I'm super big. I'm, like, always hugging, holding hands and stuff like that. Maybe not in public so much, but, like, you know. Um, and honestly, like, kind of all of them. I'm just, like, super lovey-dovey in, like, every sense of the manner. But mostly physical touch. Is there anything that gives you the ick? No. Oh, my God. This is my biggest advice for everyone. When you meet someone and nothing they do gives you the ick, that's how you know you're in love with them. Because, like, fully, Aaron could have done, like, anything super embarrassing. Like, name all the famous one. Like, chasing a ping pong ball. Like, nothing like that would give me the ick. You've never heard of that ick? No, what people is say it? like when he drops the ping pong ball at like a party and he has to go chase after it. Like that's such an egg. Oh, that's it's, like so <laughs> funny. My friend called me yesterday and was like, "Have you heard this term, the egg?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I had to explain to her what it meant. But that's so interesting. I think I definitely there's like certain things if a guy does, I'd be like, "Nope, really? I will never speak to you again." Mine are kind of like I don't really like hyper masculine guys in the sense of like, "Yeah, I'm so tough. I hit the gym every day." I'm going to go play Pong with the boys. Like, I really don't vibe with, like, the people who, like, try to exude, like, a super macho kind of vibe. I kind of just, like, guys who, like, can embrace, like, not their feminine side, but, like, their softer side as well. But then, like, are not complete, like, you know, super feminine. It's okay. like, a good balance. Okay, so, staying on track of the story. You and you break up with Aaron your senior, senior year. What, how far into it? It was November, so, like, right... Before COVID. Before COVID, yeah. Okay, and what was that like once COVID started? Because I don't know about you, but I feel like with everyone, once COVID started, like, new couples were formed, people just, like, wanted to have somebody. In addition, if their relationship was rocky, it was over, and there was no going back. Yeah, definitely. And there was, like, a bunch of, like, high school drama around it, too, because, like, my town is, like, kind of small in the sense that everybody's in everybody's business. The best. That's how Greek life is here at UCLA, too. Yeah. I swear to God. It's so frustrating. And they get me out sometimes to new boys. Fully everybody in our city knew what happened when I get to the story. Like, everybody heard of it. But, like, going back to, like, with COVID, like, we live super close to each other. And, like, when we were together, we are fully hanging out five days a week, like, all the time would do everything together which is like kind of bad I wouldn't recommend that because that when you're young that forms like codependence in a relationship I would probably change that if like I had to go back and do that we were so codependent on each other that even when we broke up we never really broke up in the sense we would continue to hang out all the time celebrate my birthday together Christmas because my birthday's in like Christmas Eve so like as the holidays holiday season came like we fully continued to just act like boyfriend and girlfriend and same thing into COVID. We would still hang out all the time. Like, but so what was the difference between having the label of, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend versus acting like you are? I think it was more about just like sticking to our word, like saying like we didn't work, so we can't get back together yet, but we weren't ready to like let each other go. And so the only like the only difference was that we weren't like being super open about it, like posting each other all the time and like publicly boyfriend and girlfriend. And we were still the same way with each other. Like, we weren't talking to anybody else. We were, like, 
who is that? Why is that person hitting on you? That's not okay. Like we were still completely exclusive. Like nothing changed except for the label. And super, what did your fun. what did your friends have to say about this? My friends, of course, are super like protective over me in that sense because like that was super hard with me going through the breakup, even though it wasn't really a breakup. What I the know. heck? Bella? It's so back and forth, and we're so young and dumb, but like you still are. <laughs> no, we've grown a little bit, but. My friends were just, like, I mean, they were supportive because, like, they were his friend, too, and they were just, like, kind of laughing at me. Because my friends and I always say that, like, no matter what your friends tell you, like, you're always going to do what you want to do. Like, they're just But see, that's where you. I disagree to some degree, because if my friends gave me, like, a piece of advice, or even, like, my mom is the big one, one time this guy just did something to me that was so unbelievably disrespectful as, like, a human being. Mm-hmm. And that instead of being, like, obviously in the moment I was hurt and sad and felt mistreated. But, like, the next day, you know, when, like, you get a sense of clarity and you talk about it with someone who's not in the situation. And they're so flabbergasted that someone could have the audacity to treat you that way. I literally was, like, wipe my hands. I'm, like, I'm done. Didn't speak to them for several months. Yeah. See, that's how I usually am, too. Like, I'm so quick with cutting people out of my life. Well, no, I'm except not... for Aaron. Okay, Aaron didn't do I it. Aaron, gal, if you're listening. <laughs> no, I can't. I just couldn't do it. Like, my friends were fully giving me the advice. And it was just so hard to follow it. Because, like, when you're dating someone for so long, like, we dated for a year and a half, like, he is also one of my best friends. No, it's so it's so hard. I think for me, I don't ever cut people out of my life. Really? Because... I really believe that, like, if I'm investing in our friendship or relationship, whatever it is, like, you're there for a reason. And, like, I'm very uh, particular about who I let into my life in, like, a good way. And I think that it was always very hard for me to let people go. I think I've definitely matured and, like, grown in that sense. I don't think I cut people out, like, oh, one and done. But I think as soon as you act like a terrible person, that's when I don't give you another chance for several months, mm-hmm. and people know. Like, the way I act towards my friends, for example, like this one person in particular, if I'm out and would see him, I would ignore him. And I never, up until when this incident happened, ignored anybody in my entire life. Uh-huh. I felt so powerful. I was like, yeah, you treated me poorly. Now you don't get my attention, affection, anything from me. Yeah, I'm the same way in the sense that it takes a lot. Now, I don't just cut people out, like, left and right. I have, like the same group of like three friends that have stayed all throughout high school and it's kind of like the friend groups that have shifted so it's like not the super close friends that I've cut off but they definitely had to do something pretty bad and unfortunately that's happened a lot of times to me so I have had to cut out a lot of people in my life but it was after like three years of friendship like it was also super hard for me because I love super deeply in that sense and my friends and I get super super close like hang out all the time and so, yeah, it definitely has to be something, like, a big, big red flag for me to What's an off. example of something? Um, so, when Aaron and I broke up, we had, a, like, another girl who was, like, one of our really close friends. And we were, like, a little trio. Like, the three of us would always hang out. But, like... While you were dating? While we were dating. And so... Sure. When we broke up... It was, like, no, but it was, like, completely fine. Like, no borders were crossed. Like, everything was respectable. Like... She never crossed any boundaries, neither did he. Like, they were solely friends. And we had, like, a full friend group, too. But like No, that's not what, even what I was saying. It's weird that you guys were dating and you'd hang out with one other person. Yes! No, it's like that TikTok where it's like, da-da-da-da-da, and my friend Steve. 
You've never heard that TikTok where it's like the third wheel. Oh God. Okay, but people who listen to TikTok will know what I'm talking about. It's like a huge trend. It's like a big thing. Anyway, so this girl, Miss Girl, Miss Girl. Oh my goodness, we were best friends for four years. Like, did everything together. My mom would buy her her favorite cereal because like she slept over so much. Like, fully like lived at my house. We would do everything together. Like, we were attached at the hip. But when me and Aaron broke up. She, senior year. Senior year. While you were still seeing each other. While we were, no, like, right, yeah, what do you mean? Because you broke up, but you were we still talking. Up. Yeah, no, it's so like, immediately when we officially broke up, but we were still together, like, that vibe. When we were, like, broken up and not broken up, she started causing, like, drama between us. Like, we would be at parties, and she would go up to him and whisper in his ear, like, oh my god, look who Bella's talking to, like, she's sitting next to that guy. And it's like, what? Like, I get it, she's both of our friends. But she was my friend first, you know what I'm saying? Like, her obligation is to me as a girlfriend. She only became friends with Aaron because he was my boyfriend. And so she was being shady, and I told her about that. And she's, like, super, un- super unconfrontational. Like, cannot accept any sort of reprimanding anything at all. And so she just, like, cried and, like, made me feel bad. And I was like, okay. And she has a hard life, too, which is something else that I sympathize with. And it's kind of difficult when someone has had a hard past to, like, reprimand them because they go through so many things already. But that's also not an excuse to be a bad friend. Because, like, a lot of people have hard lives. Like, me, too. But, like, that's not okay. And so then, like, another time, the three of us were going to hang out. And me and him are still in that limbo phase where we're broken up but, like, still seeing each other. And she, we both, like, drove up to her house because we were, like, I was following him in my car. She got into his car <laughs> instead of mine. I was, like, no, what the, f- can I cuss on here? <laughs> I was, like, what the fuck? That is so, so weird. Like, so weird. Like, so weird. Why is that so weird? Like, well, because me and him were, like, uncomfortable in the sense of it was right after to like that party where she had like told him that I was like talking to some guy and she like caused a huge fight between us like the fight literally blew up at that party and I had just told her how she needs to stop like doing little instigator things and she gets in his car okay and then I go to a home like no winter formal with one of my other friends I didn't go with him I went with like one of my guy friends and she is telling him everything that we're doing. He knows where we're taking pictures. She's not even, but she's not even with me. So it's not like she's like, oh, me and Bella are doing this. Like she's fully not even there. And she's like, oh, Bella's with so-and-so here. They're going here after. Like, did you see them dance together? Blah, blah, blah. Like was fully just. This is the most high school crap I've ever No, heard. that's, li- it was so stupid at the time. And she was just doing that so much. And like. She, not to be mean, but, like, when we would hang out with our friend group, because I had a girlfriend group at the time, too, she wouldn't really contribute. If there wasn't guys around or, like, men around, she wasn't excited. She would literally, in the middle, just up and leave, be like, my mom's here, I'm leaving. Like, was not down, like, have girls' nights or just hang out just us. She wanted, like, the social atmosphere, which is, like, not a good friend to me. Like, if we can't chill together, like, we're not really good friends. Yeah. And it was just so many things that happened in a span of time that we just had to cut her off. But that's, like, an example. My whole My whole friend group. Yeah, my whole friend group. Like, there's such, like, I hate the term. It's, like, so cringy. But, like, ride or dies. (laughs) That 
they were fully like, she is being horrible to Bella. She, and she never apologized? She never apologized. And so did you tell her she was cut off or she just... We, we like, we didn't ghost her. Like, not like, <laughs> we didn't ghost her. We fully made a group chat and said, for these following reasons, our friendship isn't working out. Sorry. And what happened? And we just never talked to her again. And she went and told everybody at our high school that we dropped her for no reason and that we're all bitches. Which is fine with us. We don't care. We're not going to go around like trying to defend our reputation. But we had reasons and we told her our reasons. But obviously she's not going to share with everybody those reasons why she messed up. Like she's not going to go around advertising. And she never tried to fix it? I can bring that up later. Okay, so (laughs) let's get back to your boy story. So you and Aaron break up. It's senior year. Mm -hmm. COVID hits. Mm -hmm. You guys are still in limbo phase. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then... So, here's the thing with Erin. Erin's always had friends that are girls, but I've never had any reason to worry. Like, they're longtime friends. They're super great girls. They're nice to me. And he's, like, beyond friend-zoned. Like, I've seen their interactions. He does not flirt with them. They do not flirt with her. There's no boundaries crossed, which I know is, like, a difficult line to have when you have a boyfriend who is friends with a lot of girls. But... I noticed eventually that he started getting a bunch of Snapchats from this one girl named Ava. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't know. And Ava, she's not one of your girlfriends, like your longtime girlfriends. Like, who's this girl? Yeah. And, like, he had made sure that I knew, like, we were completely exclusive. We're not talking to other people. Like, we're working on ourselves. Like, we still love each other very much. Like, we're going to get back together some point. Like, we just need to figure out, like, the nooks and crannies. But, like, you cannot be talking to other people. And I was like, okay. So, he is, keeps getting snaps from this girl named Ava. And he wouldn't tell me who she was. I was like, what's her last name? He's like, and then gaslighted the shit out of me and was like, I don't need to tell you that. Like, you're just going to be insecure. I know you, Bella. You're going to, like, stalk her Instagram. Like, don't worry about it. I met That's her. so incredibly <laughs> terrible that you're boyfriend at the time was telling you don't stalk her instagram because it's gonna make you insecure yeah i don't think he meant like physically but like you know how girls get like i definitely was gonna go stalk his instagram but But so what would make what would make you insecure if oh if you love me or oh if you're saying everything why do i have any reason to be exactly i like would search so hard and i could not find her instagram because he didn't follow an ava like he didn't follow her so i was like how is he friends with this girl if I, like, don't know who she is, like, she does not show up anywhere. Like, I can find no trace of her. No one else knows who she is. I'm like, what the heck? Then one night, it's Friday night, it's, like, 1 a.m., and his phone is ringing, and it is Ava. Ava pops up, and I go, why don't you answer the phone? And he goes, no. I go, what do you mean, no? He's like, I'm not going to answer that. And I go, excuse me? Like, if you're just friends, there's no reason why you should not be able to take that phone call right now. Say, like, you're with me. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, she doesn't care if you're just friends. And he goes, no. And I looked at him and I straight in the eye and I said, answer that phone call or I'm leaving right now and walking out of your house. He goes, okay. He doesn't answer it. So I get up and I leave. (laughs) And then, like, we're fighting for the next couple days because I'm like, you're being shady AF. But then, 
TikTok helps me out. And this is why you need to get TikTok. There's so many good tips and tricks. And I know. I'm just worried about, like, falling into the You will. Deep holes. You just have to accept it. You just have to go all in. Okay. And a TikTok pops up on my For You page. And it's a girl sharing a tip to, like, catch a cheater or something. Or, like, when you want to figure out something, like, to do with, like, your significant other. So TikTok's listening to you fully. I literally bet. No, yeah. That happens all the time where stuff pops up on your For You page. I don't mind. I have nothing to hide. (laughs) And so this TikTok pops up on my For You page. And it says, if you want to know if someone has another person's phone number click on their Venmo and then you go to Venmo and then you can have the option of looking at that person's friends on Venmo. So you click on their friends and their friends, if they're friends, that means that they have each other's phone number. I run to Venmo. I click on his Venmo. I type in Ava and there it pops up. Ava blank. Some last name I've never heard in my entire life. I go run to Instagram and I look her up, find her immediately, and it's true, he doesn't follow her, but he does like and comment on all her pictures, heart emojis, cutie, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I literally shit bricks. I called him immediately and he denies everything. He's like... I don't know why I didn't follow her, Bella. Like, why'd you stop? Like, how'd you find her? You're crazy. Like, is gaslighting the shit out of me? And he's like, no, I swear we're just friends. And I'm like, well, friends don't comment like that on each other's pictures. And he well, goes... Well, isn't that... Didn't you recognize how sus it was that he was doing all that commenting and acting that way, but he didn't follow her? Like, isn't there yes. something strange? And isn't there another layer that's strange that he kept her so secret from you yes no definitely i'm super suspicious like i'm not an idiot but like well it's like everything's pointing to the signs that he's cheating on you but i had like i needed some concrete proof and i was like it's so awkward because we're in this limbo phase like he's not my boyfriend but But we're exclusive exclusive. exactly like that's the big point okay and he denies everything he's like bella I comment that on all my friends' Instagram posts. I go, no, you don't. I went to all of his other girlfriends. I pull up their pictures. I'm sending him screenshots. Oh, my God. I go, I don't see any comments. I don't see any of these comments. Like, that's flirting. He goes, and then he, like, pulls out some bullshit apology. He goes, I didn't know you would feel that way. I am so sorry, Bella. I'll stop commenting and liking her pictures. This manipulative man. No. Aaron, you suck. I'm not there yet. (laughs) We're not there yet. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Okay, so he is fully in the denial phase, and like, I don't know. Things just blow over for me in a couple days. Like that's what happens with me and Aaron. Like something happens, and I just need a few days to get over it. Even though this is really bad, I know this is pointing all signs really bad. But this is what men do to women. They gaslight you, and they tear down strong women. I swear I'm not naive. speak for yourself. Yes, you are naive. I swear, with anyone else, I would never be this naive. And it's so funny, because I'm, like, super strong and confident, and, like, have such a bold personality. And you, if you met Aaron, he's, like, quiet and shy and, like, so timid. And he literally, like, turned me stupid. Like, literally turned me naive. Okay, but what were your friends saying about this? They were, like, Bella, like, 
obviously what's going on and I was like I'm not stupid but I need more proof like I was constantly digging like I literally was ill I was always digging to find something else and so it gets juicier just wait guys this isn't even like the highlight there's so many there's so much more we're not even close to being done I'm so sorry so one day he said he was going to Melrose with like one of his friends or whatever it's like Sunday I don't know the trading post whatever LA people do and so he goes to Melrose and I fully have his location at this point that's why I'm like okay whatever like he can't be doing that much sneaky shit like I track him like we track each other but then I go to Ava's Instagram and guess who is also in Melrose and just posted the same sneaker store, Cookies and Kicks. It is forever ingrained in my memory. They both posted the same exact shoe wall, which, like, they're both, he's fucking stupid for posting that. Like, does not have any common sense. And so I go off. I, like, freak the fuck out. And I'm like, you're a liar. Like, what the fuck? He goes, I didn't want to tell you. Like, I was with her. You're going to freak out, blah, blah, blah. But then I realize, I go, she's literally not from here. I'm not going to say where she's from, but she's from like an hour and a half away. She's not from our city at all. Like she had to trek to go over there, like fully had to wake up early to get over there. And then I'm like, that doesn't make sense. He says that she met him over there, that she met him in Melrose. And but so, you dug on Venmo and Instagram to yeah, find out more. Yeah, I know that she's not from there. She's from an hour and a half away, like, with traffic, too. Like, it's not close <laughs> at all. Like, I wazed her location. I literally Google mapped it. It was, like, a two-hour drive that morning. And so I text him, and I go, so, she didn't go to your house. Like, you weren't alone with her at your house. She didn't go to your room. She didn't meet your parents. And he goes, no, she met me here. Like, because I'm thinking, obviously, like, if she went to his house and they're alone together, like, that's not, like, okay. Like, that's crossing a boundary if she's in his room. But the commenting's not crossing a boundary. It is crossing a boundary, but he apologized and gaslighted me. And I was stupid. I was stupid. I know sure. I was stupid. And so I look at him. Or not look at him. I text him. And I go, if I drive to your house right now, her car is not going to be outside. And he lives on an empty street, a cul-de-sac. In a residential area. No one is ever on that street. And he goes, if you drive there, there will be no car in front of my house. So what do I do? I get in my damn fucking car and I drive over there. My mom's like, what are you doing? I tell her, like, I'm dropping off a phone charger or something. And I drive to his house. And out front, there is a car. I send him a picture of said car. And I go, so this isn't her car right now? You're a liar. You said she didn't go to your house. Like, her car is outside. He goes, that isn't her car. And then I go down a rabbit hole. I find her Instagram. I'm searching through everything, trying to find the corner of a car door, a tire, anything that I can compare to this car in front of me to prove that it actually is her car. Literally, I was, like, found her parents' Facebook. I was, like, waiting maybe they posted like a 16th birthday post that they got her a car i literally like paid three dollars for like a license plate tracking website that didn't work it said it was from like texas or something and my friend is a cop i was literally so insane that i was this close i was so close to having him run the license plate but i was like that's literally ill like that's i can't do that that's so that's so okay, crazy so what happens from there do you wait for them to return 
I was like, when you get home, we're talking, I'm going to wait at your house. He goes, no, do not wait at my house. My parents are going to come home. It's a lie. It's because she went back to his house. That's yeah, why I couldn't wait, wait at his house. Because, I don't know. I don't, I was stupid. I was sobbing. I was freaking the fuck out. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was like, okay, he lied. Another time. Because Ava's like an aspiring LA model girl. He was like starting a brand at the time. And she's like, oh, she's, she's going to model for my brand and I go okay whatever they go to the beach and he says there's fully a photographer there and I'm like okay whatever she's like not that much of a model like doesn't have that much experience like is trying to be one props but like okay and I'm like okay so I see that they're at the beach but then they go to earth cafe after they're in earth cafe in long beach and I go okay that's weird like people don't do that normally like they take the pictures and then fucking leave like why are you getting lunch after and I see her Venmo him like it was the exact Venmo was like for a certain amount of money and it had a dinosaur emoji and a heart. And I was like, why does this bitch keep sending you hearts? Like, what's up with you guys and hearts? Like, this is not okay. These are crossing boundaries. Like, stop it. And he lies to me and says that, oh no, it's because I paid for lunch and her and the photographer both Venmoed me. And I go, well, then why don't I see a Venmo from the photographer, you liar? I'm telling you, I went full blown detective. And then I was like, I had no way of proving that the photographer wasn't there. I went on the photographer. I stalked the photographer for the next two weeks, seeing if he was going to post something, if he was going to post something from the shoot, if there was any proof that this man was in Long Beach. And there never was. And I was like, okay, whatever. But I would do this thing whenever I knew they were together. I was like, I need to send her some sort of signal. Like, I was like, I need to be smart with it. Like, girl to girl. So whenever I thought that she was in his car, I would gas his fucking line. I would call that man so much. Call me crazy. I don't care because it works. She would see my name pop up on car Apple CarPlay. Like it shows up that you're getting a phone call from Isabella Chavez. And he would always ignore the calls. He would never, ever, ever answer the calls and I just had nothing like, with that day there was nothing else I could do to prove that there was something fishy going on so why didn't you end it like why go through all I, this turmoil I was like I love this man so much I need some concrete proof because he is denying me and yeah but like isn't it more exhausting to try to find all this evidence than you could just break up with him and channel your energy into someone else but then I would never know I, I just you do know, know though I needed concrete proof Ashley I swear I was okay. like so naive and so stupid no I know and so for weeks, we're, like, still hanging out, and I'm, like, super weary. I'm, like, being weird. I'm, like, you're lying to me. I know it. And he's gaslighting me. This goes on and on, the gaslighting. He's, like, you're crazy, Bella. Like, don't be so insecure. You know I love you. We dated for so long. Don't you worry. Blah, blah, blah. And then in July, it's now July, by the way, of 2020. This, like, started, like, we broke up. No, it's, no, we broke up in November 2019. So from November 2019 wow. till July 2020, we're in this like weird limbo phase. And it's been like three months of him and Ava being just friends. Okay. And he asks me, he goes, hey, Ava invited me and my friend, let's call his friend John, whatever. Me and John are going to go to Palm Springs with her and her friends. There's going to be other guys get there. It's like a big 4th of July trip or Why something. weren't you invited? I don't know Ava. I don't know her friends. Like, it's her friends, Airbnb, whatever. I know. Reasonable thought. Why am I not invited? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I had been gaslighted so much to the point that I was like, 
if I say no, because he asked me for permission. He was like, is it okay if I go? Like, are you comfortable with this? Because he's just trying to manipulate me. He's trying to make me trust him. And I was like, I can't say no. He's going to think I'm even crazier than I already am because I'm constantly accusing him of being fishy. Like, every time that I see him, I'm accusing him. I'm like, sure, babe. Go. Have a great time. I don't think, I think it's a little weird, but, like, just go, whatever. And so he's, like, snapping me on the car, like, driving to Palm Springs. And I'm, like, really examining the snaps. I'm not seeing anyone in the passenger seat. I'm like, where's John? Like, you said John was going with you. He's like, John's here. Blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, I was just literally like destroyed my will so badly that I was like, I'm not going to ask to see a picture of John. Like he's going to think I'm even crazier than I already sound. And so blah, blah, blah. So he's in Palm Springs with Ava and their friends and she's like posting and stuff and like posting pictures of him, which I'm like super uncomfortable with. I'm messaging him. I'm like, that's so weird. Why is she posting pictures of you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm stalking her stories constantly. Every time this girl's story comes up, I am looking at it, like, five seconds after it was posted. Like, I literally might as well have turned on her post notifications from how much I was stalking this girl. Because I just, like, needed to see if there was anything fishy going on. And whatever. So the trip passes, and he's driving back from Palm Springs. Everyone left last day, and I'm just at home in Pasadena, and I'm doing, like, my morning Starbucks run. I go to Starbucks every single day. It's the highlight of my day. And so I'm in the car and I get a DM that makes me absolutely crap my pants. <laughs> I get an Instagram DM from Ava. Oh my God. I get the hey girly text. For everyone listening, if you've never gotten a hey girly text, I wish that you never have to get one in your entire life because it's the worst thing ever. Your stomach falls into your asshole when you get that text. Because that's the hey girly, we have to chat. Yeah, we have to chat. And it's super weird because, like, I don't follow her. Like, I'm not one of her followers. Like, how does this girl, like, find me? And she, so the DM read, I have it ingrained into my memory. She said, hey girly. I noticed that you've been watching my stories. First of all, so embarrassing. She realizes that I've been stalking her. So she says, I noticed you've been watching my stories. Do you know Aaron? And I go, yeah, Aaron's my boyfriend. And she goes, no, Aaron's my boyfriend. And I fucking vomit. I literally pull over and park in the street. Like I'm not even wearing pants. I'm just in an oversized shirt. I'm like, freaking the fuck out and I literally sent her my phone number and I was like call me right now like here's my number please call me immediately so we can like compare notes like what's happening here like this is fucking insane and so she calls me and she goes oh yeah I noticed that you were watching my stories because whenever I'm in the car with him you're always calling him so my signals work she did see me blowing up his phone And she said that I, like, remembered your name, Bella Chavez, because you were always calling him. And so she says, I would look at my stories and see that you were always looking at them while we were in Palm Springs. She goes, literally, we've been dating for, like, the last four months. Like, he told me that you're his crazy ex-girlfriend who's obsessed with him. Only a little bit. (laughs) Only a little bit. Just a little crazy. The ex-girlfriend part, not so true, because we're fully exclusive, but... I was like, sister, we've been dating for a year and a half. And she goes, oh my God, like she's freaking out. She's crying in the car. She's back. She's on her way back to wherever she's from. I'm not going to say like two hours away. 
and she starts crying she's like oh my god we literally have our baby names picked out like we're so seriously dating and just a thought entered my head and i was like do you mind telling me what your baby names are and she goes oh we're gonna name our future son hudson and i go oh my god sister i hate to break it to you but that's what we have decided for like the last year that we're gonna name our son in the future like he fully gave this girl my baby name list that i have in the notes app on my phone like that was just like the cherry on top like cheat on me okay but give her my baby names that's extra fucked up and so we just basically compare notes and like he had been fully two-timing both of us like in a full relationship with both of us when he would see me he would remove the heart next to ava's name and then would put it on mine when he would go see her he would go put the heart on her name and remove it from mine and she was like i wondered why it was so weird why sometimes there was a heart next to my name and sometimes there wasn't i was like that's so odd and then she asked me she goes how did you not know when there's fully a picture frame of me in his room? Like, I sent him a picture frame. Turns out, every time that I had been coming over, he was hiding said picture frame. Oh, well. Like, she literally had met his family fully. and But I'm always there, and I'm like, how the heck did, like, his family, like, not care that he was fully dating two girls? And women always trust your intuition because I knew that his mom was looking at me a little bit funky every time I came over. She would sound so surprised to see me every time I came over. She'd be like, oh my God, Bella, like, and give me like the most like weird look. And I was like, that's so odd. But that was just my intuition. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, call me crazy, but I have an idea do you want to turn around from driving? She's like halfway home at this point. I'm like, do you and your girls want to come to my house right now? She's like, oh my God. Her friends are like hyping her up. Like right now we're thinking that we're going to go like destroy this man's life. Like girl power, blah, blah, blah. So they did. They drove to Pasadena from an hour away from wherever they were. And I call my friends for backup because I was like, she has a car full of girls. I can't show up by myself. So I call all my best friends. I'm like, code red. <laughs> like the codest of reds ever, bro. The girls were going in a backup. I had like nine girls with me because like my friends had been with other people too. And like they couldn't just leave these people that they were with. So they brought these strangers too. I had nine girls sitting in my car. I didn't even know like three of them. Did you give them the rendition of the story? Oh, I gave them the story. Yeah, definitely. And they were like, so cool they were fully adamant we're like best friends now it's like so great but the best part i think my favorite part of the story is that when she shows up at my house i literally shit my bricks because we look exactly alike no for reference guys i'm five foot ten this girl beat me she's like six foot tall no and she is like a tall like white girl with curly brown hair which is like my most distinctive feature and this girl is also extremely tall like fairly skinny like me and has like curly brown hair i'm like that is so uncomfortable like he clearly has a type and it was just so bad and so we fully pull up on this man we show up at his house he opens the door it is me and ava standing on his front doorstep at this point he's like kind of sensitive has anxiety i was expecting him to like start crying <laughs> but no was i wrong 
this man looks at us, looks at the two of us looking exactly alike standing on his porch, <laughs> turns to me and goes, okay, Bella, you found out. Can you leave now? <gasps> I literally almost vomited on his doorstep. I was like, did you mix us up? Like, you're telling me to leave? Like, your girlfriend of a year and a half? And I was like, I'm not leaving till I get an explanation. And then she, Ava starts crying. And she's like, I can't handle this. And goes home. Like, goes home to wherever she's from. Okay. But not me. No. Not me. I wasn't leaving there without answers. He's like, my parents are going to come home any minute. I'm like, they can join in on the convo. I do not give a fuck. I plop my ass down on his couch. And I was like, if you want to get me out of here, you either have to give me a full explanation or physically remove me from here because I'm not leaving. So, like, I was there for literally two hours. Because at first, he was like, yeah, I don't like you anymore. Like, I was going to leave you for her. I don't love you. I love her. I want to be in a relationship with her. I just felt bad for you. I stayed with you out of pity. And I was going to, he, oh my god, the biggest bullshit ever. He said, I was going to tell you this weekend. I said, boy, it has been, like, six months. And all of a sudden, the moment that I catch you just happened to be when you were also planning on telling me. Like, it's such bullshit such a lie long story short literally not even long story short but <laughs> it's been 45 minutes no you should have known that this was going to be your longest podcast ever this. um and so i refused to leave until i broke this man down by the time i was like trying not to cry i wanted to come off like strong and so i didn't cry while i was there until like the very end but like i did not leave until i had him in tears literally this was like a movie like the most movie-like scene of my life as I'm leaving I was like okay whatever like fuck this I'm just gonna go he grabs my hand I'm halfway out the door and he goes wait Bella I love you (gasps) I was like you love me what the fuck are you talking about? I'm literally like sweating thinking about it. This man had the audacity to look me in the eye after he just spent two hours saying that he picks Ava, not me, and has the audacity to tell me that he loves me. And I go, fuck you. And he goes, wait, what the fuck, Bella? Say it back. I go, say it back? He goes, we've been through so much. Like, we're going to be friends. And I said, friends? I was like, you just like, it's been like six months like you literally drove me crazy for the last six months you just wasted six months of my life because i'm just doing like literally all i'm doing is covid it's covid so all i'm doing is staying at home and doing detective work i can't go anywhere i can't do anything except preoccupy my time with this and so i do not say i love you back i fucking leave and this man's blowing up my phone he has the audacity to call me when I leave. And he's like, wait, Bella, please. I'm having an anxiety attack. I said, call your other fucking girlfriend. Why are you calling me? Hung up on him. Oh, another fun fact. My friends also threw a bunch of Chipotle at his house, like, as we were leaving. And they were like, fuck you, like, yelling at him. Like, they were so funny. I want Chipotle now. I know. And so I literally was, like, physically sick for, like, the next three days. Like, I... My friend lives in Malibu. Like, we just went and stayed with her. Like, I just fully needed to be surrounded by my best friends. I couldn't eat for, like, the next two days. Like, my friends couldn't leave me alone. I would literally start vomiting. Because, like, that, like, made me so physically ill. Because I literally was, like, so horribly devastated to the point of physical illness. Except what's so interesting is that despite you having, like, an inkling for six months, you were still, like... You know when some people are saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, like, I have more in the relationship, so they're not as sad once they actually end yeah. it? I feel like that pertains to this because 
You knew it was going on. You just didn't want to admit it to yourself. Exactly. But not me. I still literally, like, it was, like, it felt like it was, like, fresh. Like, I just found out. And I think it was because I found it, like, to the extent that it was. Like, he literally was, like, going to Ikea with me. And then when I was leaving, he was having this girl come over and paint his room. That was an actual scenario that happened. (laughs) It was, like, a full switch around like as i left she came in and i just didn't see this girl driving down on the street like it was literally like that and so after this that is crazy no it's so insane the craziest time of my life and so after that like logically me and ava oh my god i'm like almost so close to saying her name me and ava um like kind of become friends like we're constantly texting we're like oh my god like he's so horrible fuck him like and she's fully inviting me, like, to parties and stuff. She's like, oh, my God, we're going to be friends. Fuck him. We don't need him. And, excuse me, I had a little burp. I hope you guys didn't hear that. You don't have to cut that out. You can leave it in. <laughs> what makes you human? Continue. Exactly. And so she's like, we're going to be best friends. Fuck him. And she worked for the next literally three days constantly. She is being my friend. Like, we're being there for each other. But then... I found out from someone that I went to high school with that the entire time she has been texting me being my friend, being emotionally like emotional support to me, she has been with him the entire time. She's already taken him back. They're fully in a relationship. She was out partying with our old high school friends. And by the way, people knew. Going back to the story from the way beginning, when I said my best friend that I dropped because she caused problems between us, she knew the entire time and never told me. She And she kissed him at one point, actually. But that's a whole other story. Like, this girl was just... And she hung out with me, too. Like, she begged me to hang out because she had no friends at this point because right. I was her only friend. And she was like, can we please get ice cream? While she's hanging out with me, she's like, oh, my God, how are you and Aaron? Like, fully knowing that... I, this point, when she's asking me how me and Aaron are doing, she has already kissed him and knows that he is fully in another relationship with a whole girl. And she's sitting there smiling, listening to me gush about how we're still so in love and we're working it out and that everything's going to be so working it great. out while he's with this other girl? Yeah, and I didn't know, but she knew. What, why are you... How do you go from we're vo- I'm vomiting physically? No, that's before... I'm saying this is before. Okay. This is... I know. It's all... I'm conv- so It's so convoluted. But what I mean is that when I hung out with this old friend from the beginning of the from the beginning of this yes. podcast, that girl, like in the span before I found out about Ava, I hung out with this friend, and she fully knew that he was in a relationship with Ava. Yes, and didn't tell me, and like listened to me gush about how much how great we were doing. But okay, not flashback. Cool. That's just a bad friend. We don't need bad friends. But so I find out that he's fully in a relationship with Ava already. I'm like, fuck him. And now, fuck this girl, too. Like, why would you, like, pretend to be my friend and lie to me and say you're not going to get back together with him? Like, whatever. And then I would just never answer her again. Like, she texted me, and I didn't even address it. I didn't say, like, I know that you lied to me. I know that you're already back together with him. I was like, I don't even need to do that. This girl owes me nothing. This girl's literally a stranger. Yeah. From the middle of nowhere. And I found out that they met on a dating app, by the way. They met on Bumble. Shout out Bumble. I guess it actually makes relationships happen. Tea for two. Exactly. So I just didn't even send her an explanation because me and her don't owe each other anything. She's from the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't know this girl. And so me and her just never talk again. But the tea is that while he's dating Ava now, they go on to date for like five more months. He does not leave me alone. 
on this man fully told me he wants nothing to do with me like he just wants to be my friend he does not love me anymore he has no romantic feelings towards me but he still won't leave me alone he texts me literally once a week and is like hey how's your dog reminds me every month hey have you paid your credit card yet like when i say would pull every excuse he possibly can to text me was just finding reasons to message me and like stay in contact with me and i was fully not over it like months had passed and it's literally my birthday at this point it's december the whole thing when we showed up at his house happened in august it has been five months and i am still not over this man i'm still completely in love with him and how how are you in love with someone? You know why, guys? This is my biggest advice. You can never be friends with your ex. I don't care what anybody says. If you were in love with that person... I think you can be friends no, with your ex. No, if you were in love with them, maybe if it was, like, not true love. But I swear, I don't know. That's how I never moved on because I kept in contact with him and I was trying to be okay. his friend. Okay. But Fair. I was still fully in love with him and he had another girlfriend. And he, like, that was was not... That was... I can't even talk. That was the thing that was not allowing me to move on because he was still texting me and interested in my life. How's college going? Blah, blah, blah. While he's dating this other girl and he's just stringing me along for the ride. Like he never lost any of us. Like he two timed both of us and still got to keep both of us in his life because he was dating her and I was being stupid and still answering him all the time. And so the the point that I realized that it had gone too far was now it's December it's my birthday. Like, this man has literally given me, like, social anxiety. I can't go out in big groups anymore. Like, I have the worst social anxiety because I was like, if this man who was in love with me treated me so badly and betrayed me so badly, how am I even going to trust anyone ever again? Like, I can't even trust people that aren't my best friends. I can't make new friends because they owe me nothing. And this man owed me everything and he didn't even treat me right. So how am I ever going to trust new people? So I literally developed social anxiety. Like, I was not leaving the house. I was seeing my same two best friends. And it was my birthday. My birthday is December 24th. Shout out Capricorns. But I'm sitting there on my birthday, and he texts me, happy birthday. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Thanks. And he sends me a picture. And it is a picture of a gift that I had given him, still hanging in his room. And he was, like, trying to be sweet or cute or something. And he's like, look, I still have this hanging in my room that you gave me which is like so weird because he's fully dating Ava right now I'm like why are you sending me this right now but the kicker is when he sends me that picture on my birthday right next to the gift that I gave him is a framed picture of him and Ava and I text him I go are you just fucking stupid or did you purposely mean to ruin my birthday why would you send me a picture that has a framed picture of you two like I don't want to see that Like, I was trying to avoid their social media. I was trying to avoid everything because it was so hard for me to move on. I was still in love with him. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I spend my entire birthday crying with my best friend because I'm like, this has gone too far. Like, it's literally my birthday. It's five months later and I'm not over him. Like, I'm pathetic. Like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no other way of putting it. I was literally pathetic. I had no strength at this point. And I, she knocked some sense into me. She's like, Bella, you're basically his side hoe. Yeah. She just like, there was no other way of putting it besides being brutally honest with me and saying, he's fully dating this other girl. He fucked you over so hard. And you're still answering his texts every week. Yeah. Like, he never lost you. Like, 
you're allowing him to win in the situation when he should very much be the loser here because he's the one who fucked up. Yep. And I was like, oh, I hate to say it, but you're so right. And so I came up with this plan and I said, on New Year's Eve, which is like in a week from now, from my birthday, I am going to dramatically block him at midnight because I know he's going to text me Happy New Year's because he always does. And so he texts me Happy New Year's and he realizes that he's blocked. And he's, like, confused. He starts Instagramming, DMing me. And he's like, hey, like, did you mean to block me? Like, what? And then one by one, every time he would message me on something, I would block him. He messaged me on my main account. Blocked. I didn't respond. He messages me on my Finsta. Blocked. He messages me on Twitter. Blocked. Like, it's just, they're literally knocking. Visco. No, literally, he literally Visco messaged me. I didn't even me. know that was a thing. No, I didn't know either until I got a DM on Visco <laughs> of him being like, what the fuck, Bella? Like, freaking out. Like, he had, like, literally, like, seven stages of emotions. At first, he was confused about why I was blocking him. <laughs> then he was really frustrated. He's, like, screaming, messaging me on Visco. Like, Bella, what the fuck? We've been through so much. Then he's sad. He's like, Bella, please, I need you in my life. You can't cut me off like this. I thought we were friends. Does our friendship mean nothing to you? And I'm not giving him anything to work with. I'm just one by one blocking him on every single thing that I possibly can. And it got to the point that he was blocked on literally everything. This man had no way of contacting me. Like, he had threatened to call my mom, like, show up at my house. Like, he's, that's what you have to do. Like, when guys lose control and they can no longer contact you, they don't have that easy option anymore. They freak the fuck out because now they're not in control anymore. Like, yeah. you couldn't even message me if you tried. This man starts downloading fake phone number apps. No way. I literally have the screenshots of every single fake phone number he sent me. And it was to the point that I couldn't even have my phone on because he was blowing up my phone so much. And the moral of the story is actually listen to Megan the Stallion because that's the only thing that kept me from not talking to him. I would literally, this was a process of a week where I'm one by one blocking him on every fake phone number. And the only thing that would keep me strong was getting in my car and turning on Megan the fucking Stallion because it just made me feel like I didn't need no man. Okay, so what happens next? He resorts to mailing me gifts to my house. He mails me a Costco-sized package of M&M's, my favorite candy, literally with 150 packets in it. To my house. That's, like, too many. Uh, no, I fully know. And, then, like, that's excessive. Like, not even just, like, a one. I'm, an, I'm like, that's, like, full psychopath <laughs> tendencies now. He mails me a stuffed animal. He sends me, like, Von Dutch hats. That He said, this is your birthday gift. And, like, I was, like, why the... I was, like, give it to your fucking girlfriend. That's when I actually answered. He's, like, I was, like, stop sending things to my house. Like, why did you get me, like, these birthday gifts? And I was like, give it to your, give it to Ava. Give it to your fucking girlfriend. Like, this is weird. You're being shady to Ava now. You're basically cheating on Ava now by sending your ex-girlfriend <laughs> gifts. And he goes, I already broke up with Ava. I broke up with Ava the day that you started blocking me. Shut up. That's how I know it works, ladies. Always block him. He literally, the second I started blocking him, he broke up with this girl and started freaking out and trying to get me back into his life. Because what happened was... He had never lost me, and so he didn't know what it was like to live life without me. And so when he realized, like, she's not fucking around anymore, I actually have to choose one or the other, he dumped Ava. I'm sorry, Ava. Like, that sucks. But he dumped her and literally was groveling so hard. 
was trying so hard to get me back, mailing me these gifts, calling me on every fake phone number imaginable, like 10 different fake phone numbers. And then you guys want to know the worst part of the story? We're still dating. Hey, Aaron, love you, babe. Okay, but we need to unpack how you go from all that to how you're in love and how you're dating. Because that, he seems crazy. See, that's, like, I fully have no excuse for that. Somehow, like. But how do you trust him? Like, okay, so, like, the only context I can give for how we got back together was that I eventually started answering him when I messaged him. And I was like, stop sending me gifts, fucking creep. Like, I, and then, like, he started, you, roping, he started roping me in, and, like, after, like, two months of him, like, working so hard, like, so hard to get me back, I took him back, and there's just, like, I know that, obviously, I'm stupid, guys, I know, I know what you're all thinking. But you're gonna listen back to this in, like, I know. three years, and be like, I just gave an hour story about how this man is crazy, how terribly he treated me and what he did wrong. I know. That's wrong. How do you then say, like, I want to marry him, I love him? See, that's, like, that's what also I had to deal with, which was, very like, a huge moral dilemma for me because how I said earlier, like, everyone in our town knew. My mom knew. Literally, like, every single person in every neighboring high school knew our business and knew exactly what happened and so i had to swallow my pride and i looked at but him but that's not even pride it's like what no i if i wanted to get back together with him i knew i told him i said listen i look so horribly stupid right now i'm not in denial guys i currently know that i'm still stupid for being with him i don't try to deny it but i literally told him and i said listen i have to swallow my pride and look like an idiot before everyone that we know, every single person, your family, my family, my friends, like my friends were literally ready to fucking strangle me. They were so mad at me. And I said, like, this is it. I gave him one chance and I said, if you fuck up ever again, like like a good solid fuck up, you will never hear from me again. You won't know where I live. You won't know what the fuck I'm doing. You won't know anything about me. Like, I'm going to so horribly cut you out of my life that you'll forget that I literally was ever born. You're going to, like, question if I literally was ever real. Like, that's how hard I'm going to ghost you. But why go through the one more chance? Because I... Like, you just gave a rendition of how he screwed up so many times. I was honestly still in love with him. Like, that's... I... That's literally it. There's no other way to say it, but that I literally thought, like... I was, like, crazy at this point. I was, like literally telling my friends like he doesn't know that we're meant to be but i know like he's gonna figure it out eventually and like i guess he did that's why he begged for me back but i know it's still a process i don't fully trust him it's been like six months of us being back together and he knows that it's like always a constant constant time of him showing and proving to me that i can trust him like there's no closed doors in our relationship he can't hide anything from me like everything's an open book he knows I do not believe half the things that he says. He, like, feels so bad. He constantly is, like, I know, like, you don't trust me right now because of what happened. Like, obviously, he doesn't put pressure on me to trust him. Like, he accepts it. And But isn't that unhealthy, being in a relationship where the foundation yeah. should be trust and it doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the that's the most important thing for me in my relationships. And as soon as that's broken, then maybe, like, I don't cut that person out, but then they don't have as much value in my life as they once did Uh and I feel like knowing that knowing you don't have that person's like earn respect and trust 
there's like a detachment. See, I completely understand what you're saying. I do agree that it's very unhealthy and it's not the way a relationship should be. But when I say, like, I literally am so in love with this man, like, why? I can't Tell imagine. Tell me why you love him. It's, it can't describe it. It's literally a connection. Like, the connection I feel to this human being, like, I literally feel like we've been married and, like, I don't believe in reincarnation, but if it exists, like, we've been married in every lifetime. Like, I am so in love with this man. It might just be fucking codependence because we started dating so young and we grew up together, but, like, he's, like, family to me in every sense of the way not in a creepy way but like i love him so much and like i can't imagine life without him like i love him like i love my family he's like so important to me like can't you like have that love for someone but still let them go no because then he's not in my life i cannot ha- not have this man in my life i know it's crazy guys i know it's no, Bella, this i is can't ridiculous. not have him in my life why he's because crazy he's not when i say guys that the weirdest part of the story is that it was literally that thing that whole thing that was the only crazy thing that he's ever done thing, ever. Though. That like, was a big thing. I know it was a big thing, but we never fight. He's so amazing to me. Like, literally worships the ground that I walk on. Will do anything. Will take a bullet for me. Like, literally is so amazing to me now. And is not controlling. Is not overbearing. Gives me my freedom. Trusts me. Like, he's not like, he's not crazy. Like, that was just a crazy thing that he did. I don't know. Maybe he is fucking crazy, but... I have no excuses, guys. So do you think you want to marry him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ashley. I know you're mad at me right now. I know everyone's mad at me. I just, I don't, you just explained an entire story of why he's crazy, and now you're saying that you love him. I love him so much. Maybe that's like, what's it, what is it called when you fall Masochism? in love? Masochism? Or like when you like pain? <laughs> like, I like that he was no, horrible to no, me. No, no, no. When you like your, like, abuser. Oh my god, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> That's why you fall in love with your kidnapper. Emotionally, maybe. I don't know. It honestly, very, very... I would say like 50-50 shot. It could be. Like, Do you ever see yourselves breaking up? If I, if we do break up, I definitely think it would be me that left him, not him leaving me. Because like, this man, like when I say like he worships the ground I walk on, like... I could if I ever met him, I might hurt him. You'll meet him when he comes to our formal. Oh my god! No, I know he's. All the girls are gonna throw hands. I know. Literally, everyone in the house is gonna go fight him after this. But I don't know. Like, I don't even remember what I was saying before. But there's no excuse. I know I'm stupid, guys. What does your mom say? My mom. Oh, that was really hard telling it to my mom because, like, obviously she's not fucking stupid. Like, she knows I'm making the wrong decision. But it got to the point where she was like, what am I going to do? If you take him back, like, you're not going to listen to me. Like, if you take him back, I have to love him. What am I going to do? Hate your boyfriend? Like, I can't yeah. do that. So she just had to accept it and get over it. And she still doesn't trust him fully either. Like, she still tells me to, like, watch my back. But Yeah. That is a crazy story. I know. What would you have given advice to yourself, like, right now? If I was, like, trying Like, if we're switching roles and I'm telling you this whole story, what would your advice be? I would t- go to therapy. <laughs> Are you in therapy? No, but I really want to be. But therapy is so expensive. I feel like there's some cheap. You can just sit and talk to me. I feel like I'm basically a therapist sometimes. No, I know. This is a good therapy session. But, like, yeah, I'd probably real. literally go to therapy and, like, deep dive into, like, why that happened. Because I know it definitely has to do with, like, we started dating when we were, like, 16 years old. And we're so codependent, hung out all the time. I know that's definitely a contributor to it. Like, if you lose him, then you lose a part of yourself. Exactly. Which was, like, so bad. If young people are listening, do not 
get in a codependent relationship when you're young. It's so unhealthy. Well, but it, you're still young. Like, you I know, but it was, like, even younger. Yeah, but you can change those patterns and behaviors. See, but I'm so happy right now with him. Like, I don't feel the need to change it. We're literally, that's the crazy thing. We're happier than ever, I swear. We're, like, so happy. <laughs> You're going to do, like, come on in, like, a week and, like, we broke up. No, literally, no. I literally, like, went on a trip with his family over the summer. His family was like, I'm so happy you're back. We didn't like the other girlfriend. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Ava, but. And she has she ever tried to contact you? She actually made a TikTok shading me. When it happened, she posted a TikTok. And she said when he talked shit about her and then let and then took her back or something like that. Which was like, yeah, I know. He called me like crazy and stuff when you guys were together. But like. Sheets, which was crazy, guys. Your women's intuition is insane. I felt the the need randomly to go check her TikTok because I knew it. And that video was posted two minutes prior to when I checked it. And she deleted it before the day was over. Like, she was like, oh, like, I don't know why she deleted it. But she fully deleted it. And I was about to comment on it, too. Or I was about to respond to the video. Why didn't you? Because I was waiting till I was with him. I wasn't, like, you don't know TikTok. But, like, you can duet videos on TikTok. I know that. I'm not that though. Okay, okay. <laughs> I blew up and then I, I went off the grid. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to duet it with, like, me and him. Because, like, she's just, like, I know she's just upset. Like, reasonably so. Like, but that's the only, like, thing she's ever done is shade me on TikTok. But she deleted it, so whatever. And how is being in college with a boyfriend? Is that hard? Do you think, like, with hookup culture and everything, especially because your boyfriend doesn't go here? Yeah. Um, I would say it's definitely easier because we're not doing, like, traditional long distance. I'm only an hour away from home, and I love going home, so, like, I'll go home, like, at least once a week, and so it's really not a big deal for me, but he is super trusting of me and, like, not worried about me going to parties, like, has never told me what to wear, like, doesn't tell me what to do at all, and he's, like, very open in that sense, but... I think the only hard part is that, obviously, I still don't fully trust him. Right. But, like, I try to take, like, um, take comfort in that literally, like, all he does is go to work, do school, go to the gym, and go home. Like, he's not, like, super, like, active and stuff like that, because all his friends are away at college, too, and he goes to community college. So, like, he's not out there partying and, like, doing crazy stuff, which would probably make it more difficult for me and harder for our relationship. But I don't really... No, I don't think long distance, or kind of long distance, is going that bad. I think it's fine. Damn. Well, what a story. I know. I'm so sorry, guys. That was so long. No, I loved that. I just, like, need coffee from going to bed at 3.30 in the morning. This is crazy. And I think everybody's going to want an update of what happened. Definitely. And if you guys ever need detective advice, you know where to go. I'm on it. Anyways, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me.